we're going to go to the book of Romans, chapter 4. The book of Romans, chapter 4, is where we're going to begin tonight. Romans, chapter number 4, is where we're going to begin tonight. Father, we come before you and we thank you, Lord God, for your word. We thank you, Father God, for what we're going to receive tonight, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that your word is going to make us better, Father God. Your word will enlighten us, Father God. We just bless your name for your word. Now, Father, we ask in Jesus' name that you would allow us to decrease. That's what you decrease. That you would increase, Father, in our lives. And Lord, we thank you. Now, move in. Walk on this place. Father God, let there be no flesh to show up. God, let all of you be shown in me. And Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for we desire that your desire to be revealed in us. So Lord, we give your name praise, and Lord God, we give your name glory. Have your way in this house. We thank you, Father God, that your word will make us better people for the kingdom. And Lord, we bless your name, and we give you glory. This we ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen, and amen, and amen, amen. You know, it is about ministry. It is about ministry. It is about ministry. You know, uh, in that song we sang, we uh, talked about part of the readings in that song. It says, uh, reveal, let your desires be revealed in me. You know, so we want God's desires to be revealed in us. And, and that, you know, if we sing that song, that, that is a very powerful song in giving yourself away. So we want to be used for the kingdom of God, the ministry. We don't always understand why we go through what we go through. But it's our ministry, amen. It, it is our ministry. Now we're going to go to the book of Romans, chapter number four. Romans, chapter number four. Just want to piggyback a little bit on Sunday, not much, but uh, let it be a stepping stone for Romans, chapter four. And we're going to start at verse number 13. Romans, uh, chapter number four, beginning at verse number 13. And we want to talk about the promise tonight. The promise. We want to talk about the promise tonight. You know, the Lord spoke to us on Sunday. Now, out of all the many things he shared with us on Sunday uh, past is the fact that our inheritance is tied up within our purpose. And if we don't fulfill our purpose, we'll lose our inheritance. So it's so important that we as the body of Christ, that we will listen to the Lord and we will fulfill the purpose that he has for our life so we can receive the inheritance. Now, when we look at verse number 13 in Romans chapter number 4, verse 13 begins, it says, for, it says, the promise. It didn't say just any kind of promise. But he says, the promise. Now, a promise, the promise, the promise that he's speaking of, it is a divine assurance of good. If we could ever realize, as, as people of God, that God gave us a promise, and that promise is a divine assurance of good. 
Let's see what's 
to number four. Romans chapter number four. Now, let's look at start verse number 17. Let's look at verse, verse 17 because we're going to deal with the promise a little bit. Amen. That divine assurance of good. All right. Verse 17 says, we talked about here about Abraham, but it says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him who will be believed, even God who quickened the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. In other words, it's already been accomplished. See, we, we've got creative power. And see, that's why we have to be careful in the things that we say and the words that we speak because our words have power. They take on form. They take on shape. And, and what happens is, is that we can call those things that are not as though they were. So we can call those things into existence. Verse 18 says, who against hope? And in other words, he, he, that was an opposing of hope. Now this is strange. He says, who against hope? Who opposed hope? He believed in hope. See, there are times when opposition comes in our life, uh, especially when we're seeking God or we're believing God for a promise, but we can keep on believing regardless of the opposition that we see. Regardless of circumstances and situations within our lives, when you see that opposition, no matter what it looks like, no matter how it may sound, we have to continue to believe the promise of God, that divine assurance of good. Huh. Divine assurance of good. Says, who against hope, believe in hope, that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be. Listen, God has spoken some things in our life, and it looks like it is not going to come to pass. But God says, you got to believe, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it may sound like, you have to believe that if I spoke it, then God says, therefore, it shall come to pass. Let's look at Psalms 89. Let's look at Psalms 89, and, and, and we'll understand why it's so important that we believe God. Psalms 89, Psalms 89, are we there? Psalms chapter number 89, verse <coughs> number 34. This is God speaking. Remember now, we're talking about that promise, the divine assurance of good. Psalms 89, verse number 34 says, My covenant, God is speaking, my covenant, will I do what? Will I not work? We talking about God now, we're not talking about man. My covenant will I not break, nor do what? Alter the thing that it goes after my lips. That's how. God, if I spoke it, it shall be. It shall come to pass. He said, I am, I am. 
15. All of that. Genesis chapter number 15. Beginning with verse 1. Uh, verse 1 says, uh, Genesis chapter number 15, it says, After these things, what are those things? What are these things after these things? You see, in chapter number 14, it talks about how Abraham had gone through his goes to war and how he spared life and his nephew. But he wanted to be rewarded by Melchizedek. Now, when you look at verse number 23 in Genesis 14, verse 23, this is what, this is how he responds when the world, this is how we are to respond to when the world wants to give up or make us rich, okay? So he says, after these things. See, he says, verse 23 says, that I will not take from, from a thread even to a, sh a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, least thou shouldest say, I have made Abram's rich. See, the king of Solomon, verse 22 says, and Abram said to the king of Solomon, I have lifted up mine hand unto the Lord, the most high God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread, even to a shoe latch, and that I will not take anything that is thine, least thou shouldest say, I have made thee Abram rich. So God says, we have come to the understanding that the world wants to make us think that it can make us rich. We don't want anything that the world has for us because what will happen, then we will receive the things that God has for us, which is far greater than the world can ever offer. Far greater. Now, verse 1, chapter 15 says, after these things, after the world has offered you its goods, after the world has offered you his goods, now, what did God say? After these things, when we refuse, so you have to, we have to refuse the things that the world wants to give us. After these things, the word of the Lord came. See, the world wants to only come when you make a decision. Uh huh. When you tell the world no. Huh? When you tell the devil, take your shoes back. Huh? Yeah, that's when God's word will speak. Says, after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not. Thy egg, but that he 
Thank you. 